We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it is January 20th, it's 2022. We have three NBA games that we're going to talk about here on today's slate. We're also going to talk about the four-game divisional round NFL playoff games. And I'm joined, as always, when it's football time, by my buddy Genie for 07. Grant, I mean, we're talking some hoops, we're talking some football. How's it going, my friend? Good. I'm, that my, my losing streak has come to an end. Finally, I yeah, it's it's been a rough week, but I don't I don't think I've ever had this many injuries to players over the course of a week. But you know what? It's over. Winning day. Time to time to continue tomorrow, and we got some interesting games and some fun football games. I've already got some money on the line this weekend. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, this is like the last weekend you play like real DFS football, right? Like, I think that's the easiest way to put it, right? Like, yeah, outside that, you're just playing showdown. Yeah. I mean, next weekend is the conference championships. It's two games. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is the last, like, last hurrah of the season for NFL, in my opinion, anyway. I mean, the showdown tournaments are going to be huge and we're all going to play them. But I mean, this is the last time like you're not playing crazy lineups to try to hit, you know, the showdown lineup. So let's yep. get after it. But we're going to start with basketball and uh, just kind of go over this basketball slate. We got some teams on back to backs and I mean, we have barely any lines up. So we're starting with Phoenix at. Dallas, there's a lineup for this game. It's 211. The Knicks, or no, just kidding. 213. The Suns are a one and a half point favorite. And then Dallas is on the second end of a back to back. Phoenix, Ayton's out. Kaminsky's out. Sarge and Nader are out as well. Nader. Um, I mean, it's a back to back for Dallas. There's always risks for 
Porzingis, Luca, any of these guys sitting. So what are your thoughts here on Phoenix? Yeah, on Phoenix, I mean, Paul and Booker, all guys I don't really play that often, um, more Booker than, or more fade Paul than Booker. They're both very much in play. I mean, Booker's coming off a 70-point game here, going up against Dallas in the second end of back-to-back. The blowout is a little bit of a worry, but not enough to really give you any pause considering the line is so low. You don't really know what's going to happen on the second end of back-to-back, but Booker should have the volume. It's only a three-game slate, and there's not a ton of guys to spend up on. So Paul's fine. I like Booker. And then looking at the bigs without Aiton in there, um, Jalen Smith got, like, no run in the last game. I don't really know what to do with it. I think McGee is still the better play. Biombo happened to have a big night the other night. I don't think that's something fully worth chasing. Um, both of them are fine. Both of them are 4K. Heck, you could play both of them at this price tag in your lineup if you really wanted to, if you need to save some money. Um, but I think Jalen Smith could end up eating into things a little bit more. Um, outside of that, not really a ton to love here. I mean, Cam Johnson, Bridges, Crowder are all fine. Payne's fine but not good plays on the slate, in my opinion. Yeah. So really quick before like talk Phoenix here, if this line, while you're listening to the podcast, if this line is still one and a half, I love Phoenix minus one and a half in this game. Let me just go ahead and say that. Um, I'll say that, but I mean, as far as the DFS side of things here, Chris Paul at 7,500 Booker at 8,300, three game slate, both very much in play. Uh, for tournaments with eight and out cam johnson you know only 20 minutes the other night with the ankle coming off the ankle um i mean i don't mind him in tournaments i think he ends up playing more minutes here and then bismack biombo it's him or mcgee i wouldn't play them together i think you're taking a shot on one of the two if you're taking a shot on the big guys here uh, Dallas side of things, Grant. I mean, as of right now, everyone's playing. If people start sitting, obviously it will really change things. Um, what are your thoughts here on Dallas? Yeah, if everyone ends up playing, then Luca's fine. Porzingis is fine outside of that. Not really a ton to love. He's really are reaching for value. Kleber, DFS, or Hardaway are all okay plays, but no one stands out as a good play. I mean, it is a small slate, so anything kind of goes, but – I just don't think there's anyone I really want to use in this spot here. Um, Luca would be the preferred payup if he's going to come in low owned. Comes into this game with pretty in pretty decent form, putting up sixty in three of his last five, if I remember correctly. Um, but there's nothing really to love here. It's just these guys are viable because it's a three game slate. Yep. Moving on, we got New Orleans at New York. Taking on the Knicks, two eleven total. Uh, Knicks, a two and a half point favorite. And before I like, just so you guys know, when I looked at this slate like forty five minutes ago, there were no lines out, and now there's a bunch of lines out. So whatever. Um, on the New Orleans side of things, Graham is questionable. Zion's still out. On the Knicks side of things, Hill, Noel, Reddish, Rose are out. Uh, so starting here with the Pelicans, what do you like here for New Orleans? I mean, again, it's just it's it's not an easy match going up against the Knicks. They're a good defensive team. They're not really a great team for fantasy purposes. Ingram has been playing decent as of late, and his price tag came down to 8K, so I think that he's a little bit underpriced in this spot. 
J-Bell, not the easiest matchup in the world, but can go off for a big game, probably priced where he should be. Hart's priced where he should be at 6.3K. If Graham ends up sitting, I think that opens a little bit of usage up, a little bit of minutes up for non at 3.6K. I think that he'd be one of the better value plays on this slate here. Um, and Hart would probably get a little bit of an upgrade. Uh, but that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, in tournaments, Valanciunas, I mean, New York, he could crush in this game. I mean, they really don't have anyone to match up with him. So if he's getting the usage, he could crush here. On the Knicks side of things, I mean, R.J. Barrett with Rose out, like he had a bad night the other night against Minnesota, but he's been he's been fantastic here recently. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kemba coming back, I feel like, eats into his usage a little bit. I mean, Burks is off the table with his price tag of 6.2K with Kemba back in here. I just don't think he's really a guy I want to use. Fournier, always in play for tournaments, can randomly have a big game. Um, not a great play, not a terrible play. He's just got this there. Mitch Robb always has some upside, but 5.2K. I feel like he's a guy that I'm not really looking at. Quickly kind of getting eaten out of the rotation here with Kemba coming back. I don't really expect his minutes to be there. So, really, it's it's – like Randall, you can play. He's not a great play. Barrett, I think, is probably one of the better plays sitting at 7.2K, even with Kemba coming back and eating into his usage. I still think that he has some upside on this slate. And then Kemba, first game back after a few weeks, played 30 minutes. We've seen big upside from him before. He's probably my favorite play over on the Knicks. All right, we finish it out with the Pacers. And the Warriors, this game, 216 total. Warriors, 11-point favorite. Will be a second end of a back-to-back for the Pacers. And then on the Warriors, Draymond, Porter, and Wiseman are out. Let's start here with uh, the Pacers. I mean, we know that Miles Turner is going to be out. They said two to three weeks for him. So that's something we already kind of know. What do you like here for the Pacers? And I'm looking at the game's currently going on as we're recording. So I'm trying to see who's gotten a big increase in minutes. Uh, Brissett's playing a decent amount. Duarte is playing his normal minutes. Everyone's kind of playing his nor- their normal minutes right now. And they're just running Sabonis at the big grand. It's a little bit different. Of a, eh, not too much of a different matchup. Like we could see Golden State go a little bit small here and Sabonis just play the five. So realistically, probably an uptick to minutes to Duarte, Holiday little bit to Brissett, but none of these guys really stand out as great plays. Second end of back-to-back, I wouldn't be surprised if they rested Brogdon on the second end of back-to-back, um, but who knows? I thought they were going to rest him today or just have him not play, but I don't know. There's not really a ton to love here. Golden State's one of the best defensive teams in the league. This is just not a great spot with Brogdon back. Like, Levert's now well overpriced. The bonus is well overpriced. I mean, if I'm looking at anyone here, it's likely going to be Brogdon, and I kind of want to wait and see where his uh, where his minutes end up at coming back. I mean, as of the time we're watching this, he's not really playing a full lot of minutes, so it's tough to really like anyone over on the Pacers. I mean, it really is. I think in in tournaments, if you are playing the Pacers and you you know you're trying to get that game that stays close and has some upside. I mean, Sabonis, I think, would be someone that has to have, like, a big game here for this game to stay close, just in general. Um, but overall, I mean, 
it's so tough to kind of guess what's going to happen here with the Pacers. Um, Brissett should play decent minutes at, and, and he's pretty cheap at 3,900. Like, a, I think he was 43 or 4,400 when I was doing value tags um, yesterday. So th- there's some upside there for sure. Um, on the Warriors side of things, I, I mean, like, my favorite play from the Warriors recently has been um, Kaminga. And with Green and Porter out, like, I'm going back to the well here at 4,300 for sure. Yeah, he's definitely too cheap in this spot here at 4,300. I mean, he's one of the better value plays on the slate. Bielitsa could end up playing some decent minutes. If you really need a shot at 3,600, there's worse things you can do. But I'm mostly looking at uh, Clay and Curry. I mean, Clay had a pretty good night. The minutes are still not quite there, but the price tag of 5.3K, not really someone I would look at too much on a bigger slate, but on a, just a three-game slate, there's a decent chance that he could end up in the optimal lineup here. And then Curry, just because he's Curry. Um, but I don't know how much I'll be able to – we'll see how much value is actually on the slate. I haven't built any lineup. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, mostly Clay, Curry, and Kamunga. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of it for me. Um, I mean, it's a three game slate. Any kind of news could change how you look at this, um, slate in general. Um, so let's play the morning grind game for basketball. And then we'll switch over to football here. Favorite play under 5k to go seven X. Who's your cheap guy today? JaVale. All right. I'm going to go Kaminga, um, over 8k to go under five X. Who's your bus today? I'm going to go with Randall. Um, I think. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, not really a lot of choices. Um, I guess I'll go Sabonis, potentially, like a potential blowout, I guess. Uh, favorite 6X play? Uh,. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm gonna go beyond <laughs> Um favorite six X play. I'm gonna go Valentunas. Who's your let's get weird GPP play of the day? Kemba, I guess. I like it. I like it. I think he'll be low on. Um I assume so. Low owned up for a three game slate. Yeah, I, I that's what I kind of meant. Um me Justin Holiday. He's weird. All right, let's play some um, football podcast time. Let's do that. All right, we're going to get started here. We got Saturday games and then the Sunday games. We're going to break down all four games. Uh, Cincinnati at Tennessee, 47 total. Tennessee, a three-and-a-half point favorite here. Um, let's start with the Bengals. Grant, what are your thoughts here on Cincinnati? I mean, Mixon's probably one of the best running back options on the entire slate. We really don't have a lot of good ones. We don't know a lot of stuff on this slate. So Mixon stands out as one of the better plays at 6.6K. I think he's a little bit too cheap outside of that. Like, you can go Burroughs. You can go Chase. You can go Higgins. You can go Boyd. You can go Uzoma. All of them are good plays. Chase and T. Higgins probably stand out as the best 
plays in that range. Um, they are a little bit more expensive, but they're my two favorite pass catchers. Uzoma is mostly just because it's cheap, but yeah, like, and then, I mean, this week, literally every single defense is in play because it's the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I think overall after watching like last week's game, they're going to run plays for chase no matter what kind of coverage, no no matter what is going to happen. Jamar chase, I think is a fantastic tournament play. Tennessee's run defense has been really good, but I mean, Joe Mixon's ceiling is just so high. He, those would be my two main plays here. Um, but I mean, like if you want to play some T Higgins or Tyler Boyd or Uzma, I wouldn't talk you off of it or even Burrow. Uh, Tennessee side of things, Derrick Henry is expected back for this game. Um, from everything that I've read, he's expected back. But I mean, we won't know until Friday, probably. What are your thoughts here um, on Tennessee? Yeah, we won't know, but it's it's pretty. I I I I assume that he's going to end up playing. Like he's had the extra. They were almost brought him back the last week of the season, and then they're like, "Now nah, let's hold him out for a little bit longer." And when they crushed my little... when they crushed my Dolphins in Week Seventeen, we knew we weren't going to see Henry in Week Eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Titans, Tannehill, Henry, Brown, Jones. Jones is just a cheap flyer. Has not been great, obviously, but he can have one of those blow up games at any given time, have a decent week 18. Um, but Henry is probably one of the better spend ups on the slate. Um, I wouldn't say the best. We don't know a lot of unknowns here. So I'm kind of want to wait and see where ownership ends up lying on him, but if he's going to come in a little bit lower than he should, I will end up playing him. But Brown is one of the best receivers on the slate. Julio Jones is one of the better salary savers. And with everyone back in this offense, like we haven't seen a huge game out of Tannehill too often this season. This, I think, could end up being the spot. He's so cheap that I, I really, if you, I mean, if you like him, what's wrong with taking a shot on him? Uh, Cause I think a lot of people will take shots on Derrick Henry and I mean, yeah, Derrick Henry 7,500 and could easily be 10 K. So, I mean, going Tannehill Brown is super interesting for large field tournaments. So I don't hate that idea for sure. Uh, 49ers at Packers taking on green Bay 46 and a half total here. Green Bay is a six point favorite. Let's start here with the 49ers um, coming off a big win. What are your thoughts here on San Fran? I mean, Eli Mitchell is a good play. Everyone else is kind of a tournament flyer. I mean, Debo could end up with a big game. Kittle has been terrible and just blocking for the most part over the last few weeks, but he could end up with a big game. Ayuk randomly has some big games in him. I think he's probably one of the safest guys to play on this because, or from the receiving game, but Eli Mitchell is really the main guy that I have uh, interest in. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Eli Mitchell. I really don't mind Debo Samuel. He's just so involved in getting touches, whether it be out of the backfield or in the passing game. George Kittle's cheap. He has been absolutely atrocious on the DFS side of things here, but this is a guy that has like, 
just, just a monster ceiling for a four game slate. And I think Travis Kelsey and Gronk are going to be very popular tight end plays. I don't mind getting Kittle to be different, but again, you're, you're just taking the risk because it's not been pretty here recently at all. Uh, Green Bay side of things here. I mean, the 49ers defense has definitely been playing really good. Um, but Devontae Adams, Grant, like we just, is this a spot we just, we're paying up for him as much as we can? I mean, either Adams or Cup. Like that's the decision you make. You want one of them. Both of them are fantastic plays. Um, I know Cup had a rough week last week. I don't care. He's Cooper Cup. I think I prefer Cup slightly to Adams, but I'll play both of them. Rodgers is probably one of the better spend-ups on the entire slate. Green Bay has one of the highest team totals, um, I think tied for second on this slate here. So Rodgers, Adams, we know where everything's coming from. And then I think that Aaron Jones does make a decent tournament flyer here. Um, Hasn't been great for a while, but we get occasionally see those three touchdown games out of him. I think that I prefer him to A.J. Dillon. Yeah, I mean, I really like Adams. Outside of that, I think the rest of this team is just tournament flyers. But, I mean, Aaron Jones is like a guy that's capable of three touchdown games. So, he's always in the mix, Grant. He's always in the mix. Uh, Rams and Bucks, 48 and a half total here at Tampa Bay, a two and a half point favorite. Um, these are the two games that I think I'm the most excited for. I'm really excited for the Rams, Bucks, and the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Not that I'm not excited. I'm, yeah, I don't know if I'm excited for them as much for fantasy purposes as I am for just watching them. These are going to be incredible games. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, uh, on Saturday, you, you know where you're at after Saturday. You're like, all right, am I taking some crazy shots or am I leaving my lineups alone? Um, like. <laughs> You know where what you're doing with your lineups after the Saturday games, but I mean, Rams, Bucks, forty eight and a half total, Tampa favored. Um, let's start here with the Rams. Like, Akers way more involved than I thought he was going to be last week. It was good to see him uh, so involved. Very talented young player. It's the Bucks run defense, which is scary, but he is someone involved in the passing game, but. I, let's just get it out of the way. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Tyler Higby, fantastic options here. Yep, and I mean, I still don't mind Cam Akers going up against, like, everything. I want everything. If I'm ranking guys, it's probably Cup, Odell, Akers, Stafford, Higby um, would be my priorities. But, like, play all of them. Like, OBJ's been pretty good. In fact, he had point one less points than Cooper Cup last week. He's been very entrenched in this offense. They didn't need to throw the ball a ton in the last game. He has a touchdown in, what, seven of the last eight games, six of the last seven games, something like that. He's been good. He is a great play here. Problem is just trying to get away from Cooper. Cooper Cup is tough. Tough indeed. Tough indeed. But, I mean, I like all these guys. Like, that's the thing. I just I love this spot for the Rams. I think this is the upset of the weekend. I think the Rams beat the Bucks. I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford, man. I, I don't know. I'm rooting for him. I'd love to see him do it. Yeah. I mean, I got money on the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. So be a I'm good right game, though. You. Like Rams Chiefs. Yeah. All right. Rams Chiefs in LA. Isn't it in LA this year? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that good. would be a heck of a game, good game. Uh, Tampa Bay side of things here. I mean, we all kind of expected Fournette to come back and play last week. And, um, I mean, he's very questionable again. Ronald Jones is questionable again. We saw Giovanni Bernard involved last week. He's dealing with a little bit of a hip injury. Tampa Bay, Grant, they – this is not the same Tampa team from week five, that's for sure. No, I mean, no Lenny, no Brown, no Godwin. Like, if Lenny ends up playing, I'll play some Lenny. Um, if he doesn't, I think I'm mostly just going with Evans and Gronk. And, like, it, you think Ramsey shadows Evans? Like, I know he does a lot of work out of slot, but I have to assume with everyone down, like, Ramsey could shadow Evans, and I still think I'd play Mike Evans. Like, Evans and Gronk are really it, unless Lenny plays, and I'll play him. If you think this game is going to be a shootout, you have got to play a lot of Gronk, because in, in games where Brady needs someone, he's he's going to throw the ball to Gronk. Like... I it's hard not to it's hard not to like him here. Uh, I think he's one of the top players on the slate. He bailed us out with a touchdown last week. Um, he was so open it was crazy. But I like Evans. I like Gronk. If Fournette doesn't play, and Jones gets ruled out too, I mean Giovanni Bernard's five K, and they showed last week that. I mean, he's going to get targets out of the backfield and he's going to get rushing attempts. So definitely take some shots on him as well. Um, As far as like the secondary pieces, as far as like the wide receivers go for Tampa, that's where it kind of gets iffy. Uh, Grayson, Perryman, Johnson, Miller. I think you just play the main pieces here from Tampa. Yep. All right, we finish out with Buffalo at Kansas City. 54.5 total here. Kansas City is a two-point favorite. This is my favorite game of the weekend. Like, I cannot wait for Sunday at 6.30 and and to watch this football game. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, The Buffalo Bills, we'll start with them. Josh Allen, this is the game Josh Allen just goes bonkers, right? Yep. Him and him yep. and Pat Mahomes just go back and forth, back and forth all game. Yep. If you can stack up this game, um, Diggs, Gabriel, like with Sanders coming back, he's still been getting some work. It's a little tough to play him or Beasley or or Sanders. Like I think it's Diggs, it's Singletary, it's. Josh Allen and Josh Allen's going absolutely nuts. He's going to run the ball all over the place. He's going to be slinging the ball. The playoffs, he's playing for everything. He's coming off a 39 point game off of just 25 pass attempts. He had more touchdowns than incompletions. If you probably heard that multiple times during the broadcast, um, yeah, Josh Allen digs. Singletary is getting all the work right now. He's been going nuts recently with a touchdown and five straight and two touchdowns in two of those games like this. I I'm stacking up Buffalo every which way. I think Dawson Knox is someone that in large field tournaments, you can roll the dice on too. touchdown wise, maybe more on FanDuel and Yahoo. 
No, I think you, I think you can still play him at 4.9 K. I mean, yeah. looking at the tight ends on the slate, I think that there's not really a ton to love. And I think more people will go towards Kelsey Gronk and Higby than him. So I think Knox is a pretty solid play over on DK too. He had a big game. Was it week four, week five against Kansas city? Um, I think that was one of his 20 point fantasy games. I, I just remember looking at it. Um, but yeah, he had a big game against them earlier this earlier this year. Um, so, I mean, in that game, I think it was 35, 20, something like that. Uh, Kansas city side of things, uh, you know, we had some big concerns last week when we did the podcast about Tyree kill. He still didn't look at his, his self, man. Um, it's so hard though, to judge that Pittsburgh game because the chiefs just, they just beat Pittsburgh. Like it wasn't that it wasn't even a well, close game. It was, just, it was close for a quarter and a half. And then sure. all of a sudden Casey just turned it on. Like, Give Andy Reid a clipboard. Um, I mean, the Chiefs here, like Buffalo, one of the better defenses left in the playoffs. But, I, I mean, I, I think you have to like Hill. I think you have to like Kelsey. Um, Edward Hilaire is going to play this weekend. McKinnon has looked fantastic. I, I mean, if McKinnon's going to be low-owned, I'll definitely run him out in, in my, my script here. Yeah, I think he makes a decent tournament dart if he's going to come in at low ownership. Um, I assume a lot of people are probably going to end up playing Pringle after his big week last week. See where ownership is. If it's going to be low, play him. If it's going to be high, fade him and probably play Hardman. Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, obviously in play. Um, I'm mostly staying away from the running game, though. All right. Uh, Any final thoughts here? Nope. I'm going to go watch. I can't even remember what I was watching. It's John Cena. It's that, it's that uh, superhero movie on or superhero show on whatever it's called. It was in Suicide Squad. Man, this is going to bother me. Well, you're about to go watch it, but. Um... <laughs> Peacemaker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. So, all right. Well, I'm going to get out of here. We're, we're going to get out of here, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, it's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back talking hoops tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. We will see you then. Hey, kids.